This is Rob Russell with Black Laces, and today we're taking a look at my 2022 Systematic Racism Awards. And uh, we're going to look at the Duke University as an institution. Coach K retired after 33, 34 years of stellar coaching. Duke University uh, prides itself as being an elite institution. They have many programming on inclusion, social justice, at the business school. They promote promoting uh, people of color in corporations. They do all these workshops for companies and they hire people that are espousing diversity in the workforce. And they had the basketball program is their marquee program, as you're well, well aware. And it is the first and forefront of their university. It's their identity of the student body. And it is what has projected them into the elite of academic institutions. And they had a choice. And their choice was they're going to look at John Shire, who played at White, he played at Duke, and he's been an assistant coach for six to seven years. He's uh, 30 years old, and they, uh, they obviously had a hiring committee, and they promoted uh, John Shire to head coach at Duke. As you know, Duke University basketball, built by Coach K, could have hired anyone. They could have hired the second coming of Dean Smith. They could have hired uh, Phil Jackson. It is the marquee job in basketball. It is the it is the pinnacle. It is the most highlighted position in the game of basketball and maybe even in sports. It is a franchise. It is a name. It is a, it's embedded in us. And they bypassed uh, Tommy Amaker, a black man. He played at Duke University. He's really one of the founders of Duke basketball in terms of their greatness with Coach K. He was a point guard. He led them to the NCAA uh, championship games. They did not win. And Tommy Amaker uh, went to Seton Hall as a head coach. They were the doormat of the Big East and he turned them around. It means he can recruit. He can restructure a program. And then Tommy Amaker goes over to University of Michigan and University of Michigan, uh, Big Blue, he doesn't have tremendous success. He has success winning records, but out in Michigan, as Jim Harbaugh has found out, you have to win big time. And they fired him, and which was there right after four or five seasons. And then he goes to Harvard University, which has, as you know, absolutely no basketball uh, pedigree or history. He makes them into a top 20 program. I repeat, top 20, a very tough out in the NCAA tournament, as you all know. And uh, he is the great candidate for the Duke University basketball job. There is no question about it. There's no one better than him to take it over. He played there. He's cut his teeth at Seton Hall, University of Michigan, and Harvard have the same academic standards and aspirations of Duke. He, would you would say, would be the favorite son. It's almost as if uh, a Larry Bird applied for Indiana State. 
uh, no way, no how would they take an, a, a lowly assistant over him. But the Duke University did that, so that's why they're the 2021 first place award winners of the Systematic Racism Award that I am giving out. It is complete, completely perplexing. You cannot explain it. You might have a thought that maybe Coach K wanted John Shire so he could still have his thumb on the program. But Duke University sent a message to every corporation in America, winning doesn't matter. A resume that's based on reality does not matter. You would say that someone who's coached at Seton Hall, University of Michigan, Harvard, is right up the alley for Duke, uh, for Duke uh, to be the next head coach at Duke University. That did not happen. It's an utter disgrace. The great Bill Cower on CBS Sports, Hall of Fame football coach, said that you get better the second time around. So why would Duke hire someone that's white that has no head coaching experience? We all know, we've heard this expression, you're really not a coach until you, you are in the first seat, not the fourth seat as an assistant coach. And Tommy Amaker, the, the fact that he played basketball there, look at the films, who was a better player? Tommy Amaker or John Shire? There's no debate. So they bypassed him. They also bypassed the great legendary Duke basketball player in Johnny Dawkins, who coached at Stanford. Stanford and Duke, again, have the same similarities in terms of academic standards. And they're the beacons, as you might uh, call it, in basketball and in social justice, but they bypassed, again, Johnny Dawkins. So they're number one. It's shameful. I don't know why any black player from the inner city or any part of the country would want to play for Duke University. And I think that it shows their lack of depth. And it also shows that there is systematic racism. When push comes to shove, take the white man, even though he's clearly not as qualified as uh, Tommy Amaker, there is no justification for this except the color of one's skin. Uh, let's look at the second uh, recipient of my 2022 you might be surprised at this, but I'm going after the bowl system. Whether it be the Fiesta Bowl, the Holiday Bowl, the Citrus Bowl, the Music Bowl, the Pinstripe Bowl, you name it, whatever bowl game, I watched them all. I don't have much to do in my life, so I watched every bowl game. And at the end, at around 10.30 at night, they had a presentation uh, of the trophy to the winning team. All these bowl games, they make it out to be a, a Super Bowl uh, type thing, but it's really not. It's a lot of six and five, seven and four teams playing, as you are all well aware. And every single executive director is white of the bowls. Can you believe it? The only one that I think a major bowl that is not uh, a person of color is uh, a white person is the Rose Bowl. They have an executive director I think is black, but all of them are these bloated white guys giving the trophy to a coach and you see it time and time again and many of the coaches are white, So, but we're not going to get on the coaching there. We're just going to get on these stupid bowl games and the executive director is always a 55, 64 year old bloated, fat, good old boy network and it's really emblematic of college football. So that's number two. Now number three 
is the Jeff Saturday with the Indianapolis Colts. They're another uh, systematic racism award, and and I have no problem with Jeff Saturday getting hired if, and this is a big if, if their parameters were set out that they wanted a former player to take over the team, then I would say fine. That's not a, you know, you play in the NFL, uh, you've got more qualifications than the Steve Belichick of the New England Patriots or Andy Reid's bloated son or a Nerve Turner's son or a uh, uh, Hackett of Denver. His father was an offensive coordinator uh, in terms of coaching. But did they bring in a Dwayne Bennett? Did they bring in a Marvin Harrison? Did they bring in any other great uh, Indianapolis Colts players from the Super Bowl heyday? No, they didn't. Uh, they hired Jeff Saturday out of the, uh, I would say, the, uh, the TV broadcast booth or uh, something of those uh, kind. But the problem is, it's not that they went with Jeff Saturday. That would be fine. But did you, you bypass Marvin Harrison, a Dwayne uh, Bennett, uh, that great pass rusher? So did they bring them in? I doubt it. So there you have it, Duke University basketball, absolute disgrace in not hiring Tommy Amaker or Johnny Dawkins. You have the bowl system, the Holiday Bowl, the Citrus Bowl, you name it, the Pinstripe Bowl, the Fenway Park Bowl, every single executive director is white handing over the trophy. So wake up, take a look at it. You're sitting there on your couch, and you, 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 if you're white, and you say, gee, the Rooney Rule in the NFL, it's affirmative action. It's a quota system. Uh, Tommy Amaker, the bowl system, the Jeff Saturday is another example. When you're watching sports, you are not seeing the very, very best. You're seeing the old network, the old white man's network. It's time for a change. Let's hope for 2023 that the Carolina Panthers, who hired Steve Wilkes as an interim coach, the billionaire owner Tepper, David Tepper, uh, already is looking at him as not good enough. Well, he turned a 1-14 into a almost division winner, and we all know that's a train wreck, but he's not going to hire Wilkes. This guy's a smart guy. He's going to say, well, I've hired two black coaches in my short tenure as an NFL owner. Well, Fellow Perry, he hired him after he fired Ron Rivera. He lasted, got four games to coach. Didn't do too well, and so he went with Matt Rule. Matt Rule left a dumpster heap, and Wilkes, Steve Wilkes, has been tremendous. The CBS uh, network uh, football analysts have all said he did a great job. You, he took over a 1-14, no quarterback, they had just traded a wide receiver. He's probably should be coach of the year. Anyway, this is Rob Russell with Black Laces, and I look forward to 2023 and changes.